Good morning, world. Welcome to another episode of Chit Chat Unfiltered. It's your host, Chit and Do it Let's go. Let's go. Lake Show, how we feeling this morning? Woohoo! You're probably wondering, man, what is this guy on today? Why is he so happy? Well, imagine it. Let's play a game called Imagine This. Imagine if. Your team hasn't made the playoffs in seven years. Your team that you're used to winning, that's used to winning championships, hasn't made the playoffs in seven years. Not only that, but drops the first game of the 2020 playoffs, but rebounds and gets the first playoff victory in 3,016 days. Yes, that is not a typo. 3,016 days. Laker Nation, what up, no? <laughs> Woo! Let's go. Finally, we have not won a playoff game since Kobe Bean Bryant. Rest in peace to his soul. Him and Gigi and everybody else that was on that plane. Such a tragic day. We haven't won a playoff game since Kobe suited up for the purple and gold. But now that monkey is off our back. And let me tell y'all, we did it in dramatic fashion. We aired them, boys. It it wasn't even close. Defensively, clamp. Beyond the three, splickety. In the paint, bully ball. Woo-hoo-hoo! Mm-hmm. Lincoln Nation brought it yesterday. Oh my gosh, I was so happy. After the third quarter, I was like, man, this game, this game is a wrap. 32 point third quarter. But let me get into the game, though, if you didn't watch it. Let me give you a sweet recap. Like I said, we came out swinging. AD early. AD was never the problem, though, because remember in game one, he had a dominant. He had a dominant um, first first half. He had 21 points in the first half. But then in the second half, he was just non-existent. But this guy came to play yesterday. AD gave us 31 points, 11 rebounds. One of five people to score at least 30 points and grab 10 rebounds in less than 30 minutes. Dudes on that list include Kareem, Joel Embiid. He's up there with some greats. I keep saying this. AD has to be dominant for us, for us to have a chance. You know, we already know what Braun's going to give us. But we need AD. We need AD to be a killer. We need AD to go somewhere that he's never been before. You know? Because AD, only he's only been to the second round. He doesn't know what that pressure that comes with with, with being with being a Laker. So we, we need A D. We need the A D to have games like this each and every night. You know, I was scared. I'm like, oh man. Huge first half. I hope he doesn't go ghost in the second half. But we didn't even need him in the second half. This man was was getting right from beyond the arc. Having his way, playing bully ball, and one after and one. I liked, I loved the energy yesterday, you know, KCP, KCP after going 0 of 9 game one, 
Lakers fans abused his comments. I read some of them and were crying. But KCP came back 5 of 8, 16 points. I like that. Danny Green. We're still looking. We still got an APB out for Danny Green. If anyone has found Danny Green's shop, please let me know. DM me on Instagram, Twitter. Text me. Let me know. Because we need that. We, we need Danny Green. 3 and D guy. But he only giving us something on the defensive end. Granted, he had four steals yesterday. So I'm not going to rip him a new one. But, man, that shot's still broken. We need Danny Green to score. That's what we signed him to do. To score. One for six, three points. That's not enough. We need Danny Green to be big for us. But what a game, though. Brown only scored 10, but the production we got from everybody else was nice. J.R. Smith got 11 off the bench. Dion Waiters. Dion Waiters. Frank Vogel. Dion Waiters. Played big cheese, please. Dion came in immediately and got a bucket. We need more Dion Waiters action, please. While we're waiting for Rondo to come back. I need I need Dion Waiters getting consistent minutes in the rotation. When Bron goes out, like I said, in the end of the first, and your focal point of the offense is AD, let's get Dion in there. That's a ball handler. We should have had Caruso bringing the ball up when Bron goes out. No. Let me get some big cheese action. He can handle the rock. Yeah, he's a little erratic sometimes, but, you know, he, he, he's been making good passes from what I've seen in the seeding games. And the little bit of action he's got in yesterday, he he's been he's been solid. Him and Jr. Jr. has some championship pedigree. Jr. Is, he's trying to, you know, he's trying to get a spot in the M- back in the NBA, whether it be with us or somebody else. He's trying to prove his worth. Let him get some time. You know, Jr.'s no scrub. Granted, in, tw- in 2018, like I said, 2018 game one finals, he was on one, but Jr.'s no scrub now. You know I me, mean? that's a Jersey native too. Y'all put some respect on J.R. Smith's name. But man, this snaps a seven-game playoff losing streak. I love how we were aggressive from the jump. We played nice defense on, on Dame and CJ. Dame only had 18 points. And Dame dislocated his index figure too. So um prayers out to him. He said he's playing game three. I like that. Um, regardless, being a former, being a, being an athlete, you, um, you never want to wish injury upon somebody. Never want to wish injury upon your competition. You want to beat them fair and square. So I'm glad that I saw on Twitter, nobody was, was cheering that Dame was hurt. You know, everybody showed him his due respect because Dame is one of the best players in the league, you know? So I'm glad he's getting that respect. I'm glad nobody cheered about that injury. You know, I hope he's good to go. Um, but yeah, CJ only 13 points, bubble mellow, mellow's my guy too, but we, 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 we locked mellow down. We, we knocked, we locked, we locked mellow down for sure. So yeah, I told people, I was like, all right, you know, we'll lose game one. That That's fine. That ain't no problem. We'll lose game one. I expected to lose game one, 100%. I was like, yeah, we'll probably lose game one, you know. Um, Blazers coming in hot. We we sucked in the seeding games. 
So I was like, all right, yeah, we'll probably lose game one. But we're not losing game two. I would have been a totally different person if we lost game two. But there is no way that was happening. So I don't want to jump the gun on this, but I, I truly believe that this series is over. I believe the flip has been the, the, the switch has been flipped. And I, I think now it's, it's go time. You know, we're locked in. I liked what I saw yesterday. And think about it like this. The Blazers were coming in hot and only won by seven game one. We locked in and we blew them out. So to everybody who had the Blazers, I know uh, Chuck was smoking something on inside the NBA. I don't know. Whatever he was on, he, he, he can't take it for this episode. You know, because he was saying Portland was going to sweep the Lakers. Come on now. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. That's 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 one of the silliest takes I've heard in a while. You know. So, yeah, no, nah, I, I, I didn't I didn't understand, you know, and, and my inbox was kind of quiet. My inbox was very quiet yesterday, you know, but people had a lot to say on Tuesday when we lost, you know. My phone, my phone wouldn't stop ringing on Tuesday, but now when we won, it was crickets, crickets on Twitter, crickets on IG, crickets on Snapchat. Every group chat I was in, I was like, yo, where y'all at? Why is that energy not being kept? That same energy that was, that was shown to me on Tuesday, where is it now when we got the dub in a convincing fashion? We were up 30 in the third quarter, 30 piece. No Bev, no fries, just a number one. That's it. So I need that. I need that same energy. But I, I I'm telling y'all, this series is over. Granted, big three. Uh, I said big three. <laughs> game three is gonna be a big game. Get what I'm saying? That's that's a pivotal game because whoever wins that takes control of the series. But I don't know. From what I saw on Thursday. If we play if we play like that. And like I said, Brown only scored 10. And we still we still aired him. You know, Kuz only gave us seven. Danny Green still in the funk. So I'm telling y'all, this, this wasn't even A1 production. We just locked in on the defensive end. We came out aggressive from the jump and we AD. Just AD is playing like the man we need him to play like. So, yeah, I feel I feel really good about this. Um, game three is on Saturday on ABC primetime, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. So I'm excited. I'm excited for game three. But all I'm telling y'all is, hey, keep the same energy when we lose and when we win. Tell y'all that. Everybody who came at my neck on Tuesday, I need you to keep the same energy. All right? But enough about my Lakers, though. Let's get on to some other games. There are some other games that took place yesterday. The Heat and the Pacers. Heat go up 2-0. Duncan Robinson, man, he is a sniper. That boy has that green bean, the automatic from beyond the arc. The splickety. <laughs> man, 24.7 of 8 from 3. He was on one today. Overall, the Heat shot 51% from 3. That's crazy, you know. I like the Heat. They kind of give me Toronto vibes. They have a balanced attack from the whole team. Every te- every win is a team effort. You know, the Heat, the Heat are dangerous. 
you know, they're definitely going to give the Bucks some problems if they are to meet in the next round, which I believe they will because Pacers might get swept. Let's just call it how it is. They're down 0-2. Miami has control of this series. Like I said, balanced attack. So the Pacers might get swept. You know, so if the Heat are coming in hot, the Bucks are going to have to be on their A game. You know, they can't do what they can't start off slow like they did against the Magic. They can't do that against this Heat team because this Heat team, they can shoot the three. They defend and they're gritty. They don't back down from anybody. And they're led by one of my favorite players in the league, Jimmy G Buckets. The G is forgets. If y'all don't know that, in case y'all don't know that, the G is forgets. Jimmy Butler, man. That's a tough mofo. Y'all don't want to mess with him. Y'all don't want to mess with him. He is definitely one of my favorite players. I love the way Jimmy Butler plays basketball. So, yeah, shout out to, shout out to the Heat. Shout out to the Heat. Y'all, y'all better recognize. Y'all better put some respect. You know, they're coming. But on to the Bucks, the number one team in the East. They finally got back on the right track, taking game two against the Magic. Giannis was Giannis as usual, 28 points, 20 rebounds. Man, Giannis is a beast, man. Let's go ahead and give him that MVP. Like I said, does what he has to do in the regular season, but got to make it happen in the postseason. That's, That's how people get remembered, by doing it in the postseason. But he's a beast, man. Like, very few people could stop him, you know. Brooke Lopez had a way better game after a bad showing in game one. 20 points, going 75% from the field. E. Bled also put in work with 13. You know, like I said on the last podcast, I wasn't worried about the Bucks. The Magic have done this before where they win one game and then that's it. You know, I just don't see them winning another game against the Bucks. If they do, I, I predicted a sweep. So the fact that they just they they the fact that they got one game, I was surprised. But yeah, no, I don't see the Bucks losing again in this series, you know. Like I said, with them, the Lakers, I feel like the switch has flipped, like, or flipped the switch. I don't know which one it is. I say it doesn't. It doesn't matter. You get what I mean. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think the tide has turned for them, and they're they're starting to really lock in now. So now they have to stay locked in. They got to dominate night in and night out, you know, just to just to have that that rhythm. And be and be good for the go ahead against the Heat if they were to play him, you know. But no disrespect to the Magic, though. You know, like I said, the Bucks finally switched gears and we saw the result. You know, the Magic, unfortunately, they can't hang. They can't hang with the Bucks. Like, not only that, but they're missing key pieces and they're mis- they're missing key pieces and Jonathan Isaac, somebody who might get an all defensive nod this year. Aaron Gordon. So, you know, they're without a lot of people. They're without these two important pieces and they need them. So, like I said, I can't I can't see the Bucks losing another game in this series. On to the West, though. Heading back to the West, Houston. Houston's scary, man. The the supporting cast is really showing up strong in the absence of Russ. You know, even with the bad night from Harden. It's funny how a bad night for him is 21 points, but that's besides the point. The Rockets were still able to come out victorious with a huge fourth quarter. You know, 
They had a 17-0 run to start the fourth. Like I said, this Rockets team is scary, man. And we're probably going to see them in the second round, assuming everything goes the way I see it. I did have the Thunder pulling the upset, you know. But it's looking like they're looking mighty sweepable. One of my good friends told me, he was like, keep in mind that the Thunder did exceed expectations this year. And I'm like, you know what? That is true. Uh, so, yeah, I <laughs> I might be wrong on that prediction. I'm still holding strong to it, though. A lot could change, but I don't know. It's looking kind of slow. Down, t- down 0-2. Rockets don't even have Russ yet. If I'm the Rockets, I'm making sure Russ is ready for the second round. Because they're up 2-0 in a convincingly fashion. You know, I don't think they need they even need Russ for this. Shout out to SGA, though. SGA had 31 last night. Um, but yeah, the Rockets, they, they need better production from Gordon, though. But other than that, they're trending. They're definitely trending in the right direction. So yeah, those were the games that took place last night. I'm just so excited, man. Y'all don't understand. When you've been watching the Lakers and they've been through hell and high water, just, oh my goodness. You know, Robert Sack, Jordan Hill, draft picks after high draft picks after high draft picks that don't turn into anything. My goodness, man. What a ride for Laker Nation. Granted, in the words of Kobe, job's not finished, but it feels good to have this monkey off our back. It feels good to finally get the dub, to tie up this series, and now hopefully switch gears, you know. We have, a, we have four games on today. Should be some good ones. We have Toronto and Brooklyn, man. That series, that series, let's wrap that series up, man. That series is boring. That series, that's why they give them the afternoon slot. They're like, man, nobody want to watch this. <laughs> we'll put y'all at the earliest time, get y'all out the way. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I wish the Nets would have had Katie and Kyrie, man. Spencer Dinwiddie, DeAndre Jordan, man. That would have been a series. I would have definitely tuned in for that. But with this series, I mean... The Nets just don't have it. And, like, Toronto, they're the defending champs for a reason, you know? Got to pay your respects. So, yeah, that series is over. But Denver, Utah. Utah was able to tie it up. And they're getting Mike Conley back for game three. That's going to be huge, you know? This series is definitely going to be a back of four series. You know, I, I predicted Denver in six just because I thought that Utah would be without Conley for the whole series. But... He's back for game three, so that could be that could be pivotal. You know, he's coming back at the perfect time too. Game three, tied one one. So let's hope he comes in and makes an immediate impact, and hopefully Utah can get the get this dub. But it's gonna be a great game though. That's been a great series. You know, game one was crazy. Game two wasn't as wild, but game one that that was a good game. So expect this game to be a good game. Sixers and Philly. No, I said Sixers in Philly. <laughs> Sixers in Boston. Whew. My Sixers fans, man. I know a couple. I got a couple brothers that are Sixers fans. Even my dad is low-key a Sixers fan, too. But, man, 
Y'all down 0-2. Y'all, y'all, <laughs> shoot. Y'all better be looking at uh, Cancun flight tickets. Because that's what, that's what it's looking like. <laughs> it's looking like y'all, it's time for early vacation. Man, I thought y'all would put up a fight. I thought y'all at least go to six with Boston, but y'all just came. Y'all, y'all didn't even want to play. Shoot, y'all, y'all came down there for the eight seeding games. It was just like, eh, all right, cool. We're in the playoffs. Cool. No Ben. Oh, this is a loss here. But I could definitely see Brett Brown being fired within a week of after the series, especially if they get swept. Oh, Brett Brown, he'll probably get fired within that week. Like, you know what? We're we're good. You know this. This relationship has run its course. It's, it's good. That's like you you with your girl. You guys on vacation. And y'all are just arguing the whole vacation. And in the back of your head, you're thinking, man, as soon as, as, soon as, I, as, soon as I get back to the homeland, I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> That's what it looks like now with the Sixers and, and the Celtics. Uh, yeah, in the Sixers series. So I hope Brett Brown, I hope he's ready for that. Honestly, I'll be genuinely shocked if Brett Brown is still the coach of the 76ers next year. I'll just put it that way. But yeah, Boston is tough, man. Granted, they lost Gordon Hayward. I feel for the man, man. Imagine having a gruesome injury, working your way back, starting to look like your old self a little bit just to get hurt again, man. But he'll be out, they said, three to four weeks. So I'm hoping he's back in time for the second round, you know, because they're going to need him against Toronto. They're gonna need. They're gonna need everybody against Toronto. You know, Toronto. That's not gonna be a walk in the park. That series very well may go seven. You know. So, they're they're gonna need him back. But Jason Tatum, man, is playing out of his mind. Jalen Brown too. Underrated year. Super underrated year. Like he could have been in the talks for most improved too. Jalen Brown had a great year this year. But he was kind of just overshadowed by Tatum, but. And I love, you know, Kimba's the perfect point guard for them because with Kimba, it's like, I'm going to let you shine because I'm going to get mine regardless. You know, with Kyrie, it was kind of more of like, I feel like Kyrie was just trying to force his way into that leadership role instead of just hooping. Like, Kyrie just played basketball, you know, like those guys would have respected you regardless. You get what I'm saying? So I just feel like with Kimba is different because he's not, he's not fiending to get respected. You know, he's not fiending for that leadership role. He's just letting dudes hoop and getting his in the meantime. And, and it's working for them. That's a selfless superstar right there. You know, Kimba has no ego. Kimba is also a, um, a Husky, too. So even though I'm a Lakers fan, I low-key I low, I low root for the Celtics just because, you know, I like Jason Tatum. Kimba, you know, that, that's that's a Husky talk right there. So always got to show him love. But, yeah. They're playing really well, though. And then the final game of the night, the Clippers and Dallas. Dallas came out. Dallas came out swinging game two, and they finally closed the game. You know, Dallas struggles so much in the fourth quarter, especially Luka's kind of iffy in crunch time. But I'm glad they're able to pull that out, you know, because that's that's our rival to Clippers. You know, if the Clippers would have went up 2-0, it would have been slow for Dallas. But. Dallas was able to tie this series up, so I'm hoping I'm rooting for Dallas, man. Let's get this upset. I doubt it, but let's get game three. Get that 2-1 lead. But I think the Clippers would be a little more locked in. I saw PG icing, icing his shoulders after game two. You know, 
Yo, PG slander. That's one thing Twitter... Twitter comes together for for PG slander. I've never seen Twitter come together uh, before like that in my life. But when it comes to slander and PG, they're there. <laughs> so, I don't know what PG did to the TL, but, you know, dudes just slander him after a bag. <laughs> I saw a picture. They were calling P, uh, Playoff P. They was calling him Pandemic P. I'm like, yo, y'all are wrong, man. Y'all are wrong. I'm telling y'all, y'all need to hop on Twitter. Twitter is all jokes. Twitter is a hundred percent jokes. So yeah, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a big game three. I have the clip. I think the Clippers are gonna pull it out though. But that's gonna be a big game three. I want to see how how Luca plays. KP too. KP fouled out game two, and they were still able to um hold hold strong. They they had a lot. They got a lot of good production from their bench. You know these supporting casts, man. They're really coming to play from Dallas, Houston. Our supporting cast is slowly starting to show up with Toronto. You're always going to get that. So I'm excited. This has been this has been great playoff basketball. Shoot, we might need to look into just having fans for the regular season. And then once the playoffs come, it's like, all right, let's all go down to a bubble. You know, granted, the fans do make the experience and like, I love the crowd reactions over, like, dunks, buzzer beaters, things like that. And, like, you know, you got to reward people for having, for for having like, number one, number two seeds and stuff. You got to reward them with home court. You know, it's only fair. You know, they busted their tail in the regular season, so you got to reward them with that. But I, I like this bubble idea, man. Everybody's just locked in. There's no distractions. Dudes are just getting to it, getting busy, hooping. I like this. So, yeah, today is the last day, though, for the Chin Chat NBA Playoff Bracket Challenge. If you haven't got your brackets, DM me your email today. I will send you out an email. You can find me on Instagram at airchinny 2 ends 24 at the end, or Twitter, airchinny just airchinny no 24 at the end. But, yeah, so brackets, today is the last day. Do 11.59 p.m. Eastern time. First place. $100 in an interview on Chin Chat Unfiltered. Second place, $50. Third place, $25. Brackets are due today. Make sure you get them in. You know, shout out to the people that already signed up too. You know, I literally thought about, I literally thought about this idea at work. I was like, you know what? There was no March Madness this year. Why don't I do a bracket challenge? So that's how that idea came up, came came to pass. So I just thank God for that. You know, I think that was just a creative way to engage with my audience. So if you if you filled out a bracket, man, I really, truly appreciate that. And depending on how this one goes, I might be doing a, um, a couple more giveaways in the future. You know, I love I love um, I love doing giveaways. I love, you know, helping people, not helping people per se, but just like, I don't know, show, that, that for me, that's showing love to people. So. Like I said, I really appreciate all who filled out a bracket. And if you haven't, it is due today, 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm not taking any late sub- submissions. You hear it now. I'm not taking any late submissions. So get your brackets in and good luck. But this is another episode of Chin Chat Unfiltered. It's your host, Chinadu Amanu. Before I bow out, though, I just want to say, Laker Nation, what up, dude? Let's go. (laughs) God bless y'all. Be safe. Chit chat out.